Welcome to Words to Lead By. I'm Linda Parkhouse. I'm grateful for each of you listening and sharing this podcast. I've heard from some of you how it is encouraging you, and that makes the preparation and production worth all the effort. Last time, I talked about some of the principles for managing transitions from William Bridges' book by that title. As I said during the last podcast, I urge you to read that book. If you haven't listened to episode 10 yet, please stop listening to this one and go back to pick up that information. This episode will make more sense to you if you do. All of us communicate change at different times in our life. We communicate change when we have a job change or move to a new living space. When you establish a new value or rule in your home, you communicate change to your kids. When you set a boundary, you communicate change to your friends. Today, I'm focusing on two important principles that will make the results of your communication more fruitful. Remember from the last episode that besides creating loss, change pushes people into a neutral zone where they wonder if they have a future with the organization and where that future might take them. When we announce a change, people will choose one of three options. They grieve the loss and wish it would go away so they're stuck in what was. Or they decide they don't want to embrace the change and leave for another job or person or location. Or finally, they embrace the change and join you in the future you're creating. I'm sure along the way, you've experienced some change that produced one of these responses. So what do we need to communicate to pave the way for our team or family to best embrace the change? First, I think, is tell the truth. I have observed that we tell part of the truth or manipulate the truth instead of revealing as much as possible so that people can follow us wholeheartedly. This happens because we want their approval, we don't want them to leave us or our organization, and I think we underestimate our audience's ability to receive it. This happens more often than any of us care to admit. Daily in the news from any platform, we get edited content that gives part of the truth. So let's not fall into the same pattern. I do understand that in some staffing changes, there are privacy requirements that will limit what can be shared. But most of the time, I think we eliminate facts because of our fear and the fact that we don't trust the people we're talking to. Just think about that. Now, you know, people will fill in what you don't say. The rumor mill is alive and thriving. People will create details where you leave room for imagination So find ways to communicate what is happening in a truthful way that gives dignity to the past while making clear to those with you what they need to know to minimize speculation. This isn't easy, but I think it is very necessary. Be wise about what you don't say and stay away from manipulating facts to your own or the company's advantage. Second principle is be clear. This often means that we give background information. Leaders think way out ahead of the organization and many of the people in it. So, when we announce a change that we've thought about, planned for, and looked at from many angles, we tend to think they've been in our head with us. But they haven't. You've thought about it often, and you probably imagined you've told your team some of it. 
but very likely you have not. You just think you have. When we announce a change, this means we have to back up our idea train, start from the first station, and explain the stops on the route we took to get to the destination in our heads. Finally, I think we need to be available for questions, being truthful and clear every time those questions are asked. People will ask for more information, especially those wired to help you get things done right. So to the best of your ability, give it to them. They will advocate for the change when they know enough information. I think we often default to trust me, I'm your leader, when we need to realize that when we initiate changes, we withdraw from the bank of trust we've built with our people. Great communication is vital to building the trust we want to run on. If we under-communicate, we will have issues to deal with much longer than if we just tell the truth and are clear. Just look around at the stories of companies and countries that have failed to adequately communicate. There are many sad examples out there. Please don't be one of them. So as usual, here are some action steps. First, if you're about to communicate a change, review what you planned to say and retool it using these principles if you need to. Second, if you recently communicated a change and didn't give enough information, offer an open door for questions to let those who wonder get the info they need. If this podcast was helpful to you, I would love it and be honored if you would leave a review in iTunes and share it with your friends. New episodes come out twice a month on Monday afternoon. Catch you next time on Words to Lead By.